Hello, you're listening to Ishing Slip-Ons, and I'm your girl, Michelle, coming at you again with some EXO updates. Like I said last week, I wanted to start these episodes on a more positive note, so instead of constantly apologizing if there ever comes a time where an episode isn't uploaded on a weekly basis, I wanted to thank my listeners for sticking with me and for liking a previous episode or reposting a previous episode. Just know that I'm not giving up on this project. If there ever comes a time where it's longer than a week, it may just be because I'm trying to make sure I provide um, the best quality content that I can and I'm trying to watch as much EXO content as I possibly can. And so I've just want to keep starting things off on a more positive note and also on a more personal note in an effort to try to get to know my um, listeners better and also in order for my listeners to try to get to know me better. So this weekend was a really good one. Um, I felt like it was really productive personally, filled with a lot of good food and a lot of time at the gym, which is great because that's where I'm able to um, watch all this exo related stuff without any interruptions you know such that ha- come along with um just life happening around us and i feel like well, the gym is somewhere where i could just zone in and just watch exo to my heart's content and really get to um focus on what's going on um and this episode i did want to mention how Nini is feeding us well on Instagram. I love his posts. I'm so glad that he decided to open up a new one. Um, I find them aesthetically pleasing. I like how they all just flow together. Like there seems to be a clear theme in all of his posts and just like the lighting, the filters that he uses, the background that he uses. I could really tell that he takes his time um, and really puts the thought in before posting for his viewers. So um, I know that he had um, an Instagram live earlier this week where, you know, Chaniel was briefly on there with him and told him that he should get more personal with his posts, which I kind of thought that they were already personal. I know that he posted something with his nephews, and I feel like anything more that he decides to post is just above and beyond than anything that I guess we can well I personally can ask for um if he decides to post anything more personal than that I I, like I just don't know how much more personal he can get than posting about his family you know what I mean um I don't want it to seem like we as fans are asking for too much um, which I don't think that, honestly, knowing the type of person that Nini is, I don't think that he'd be the one to say anything like that, especially since he's actively commenting back to fans and everything. But that's just in my humble opinion. Uh, any, Like I said, anything that I say during this podcast is just my opinion. But I love it. I love that he's back on the gram. I can't wait to see what other posts that he decides to do and... I just like that it's also very consistent, and even though it's like at random times, he seems to really be having fun with it, and which is nice. 
that's how it should be. I feel like social media should be something that's fun for our idols, right? And I also wanted to briefly cover Star Road. As of this morning, the only ones that I saw that were uploaded were two episodes, which um, are really quick episodes. They're about four minutes long each, and um, it starts off with Nini. He's with a chef, a professional chef, who's teaching him how to um, cook Vietnamese food. And it's just so cute seeing this different side of Nini as opposed to seeing Kai, who's his stage presence. It's It seems more personal and he's opening up more and I as a fan really appreciate that as an XOL I appreciate any time that members are able to just feel comfortable at that level with with us that they feel like they can show this side and I don't know I just love it I love it I love that He's doing all these different things so we can see different sides of him. You know, he's posting, he's on these variety shows, he's on different dramas. And I feel like Eddie Gomes are being fed really well. Y'all are so lucky. Well, XOLs as a whole are lucky, aren't we? We have so much going on right now in the meantime while we're waiting for the comeback, which I sense is going to be very soon, very, very soon. And so, um, aside from that, this week I wanted to cover the Secret Queen Makers drama. That was a drama that was put out by Lotte, um, which I guess in watching it, it said like Seven First Kisses was like a prequel to this, and uh, I, I don't know about that. I felt like their storylines were standalone. I didn't see the connection there, but um. Uh, it was interesting. I mean, right? I mean, these dramas are meant to be a little bit cheesy, right? Because they are obviously being sponsored by Lotte. And, like, Lotte is, like, a huge brand. So, of course, they have to do some branding in there. And showing off, you know, what their businesses have to offer. So, it's not something that's going to be, like, super thought-provoking. So, if you're going into this drama thinking, like, you know what, that was lame. It's like, think of a bigger context, you know, think of the the bigger picture going on, you know. It's a cute opportunity, and I can see why the boys would do something like this. Because, um, and other members have done it. You know, Kai or Nini has done the Sun First Kisses. But aside from that, I know Kyungsu and Min Sok also did one. I believe it was for Samsung, like these little web dramas. And it's just fun to see a different side of these boys. And also, um, the this particular one, I should say, The Secret Queen Makers featured two of them, uh, two members, uh, Sehun and Chanyeol, and seeing them in that type of concept, context. Um the only drama, I want to make sure I choose my words wisely, because I believe the only drama I really saw Chanyeol in was EXO Next Door, which he's also, wait, let me backtrack, which he's a love interest in that one, and I don't believe he's a love interest in this one, but I'll go over that later because I do want to go over it chronologically. And then Sehun, um, 
aside from busted in a brief part in XO Next Door, or a consistent part, I should say, because that's right, he had that friendship with her brother. I don't think I've really seen him as a love interest. I'm excited to see his upcoming dramas because I don't think that we've had a full meaty drama where Sahun has taken the lead. So hopefully this is like a good setup for more things to come. I'm trying to like rethink. I don't think that there has been. You know, like when you're just like binging on so many things, it's like information overload. I'm trying to make sure that this isn't happening right now, but I can't think of any. No, I believe a lot of the ones that I've been watching lately are with Mani. So I'm really looking forward to Sehun's dramas. I heard that Hello Catman is coming out soon. And then there's that Doko Rewind that's coming out. Looking forward to those so I can see more of after Osehun. Anyways, going back to Secret Queen Makers, the premise is that the main character is um average looking, not traditionally pretty. She works at a travel agency, um, like for Chinese travelers, and one of the stops is the Lotte Mall. She meets a messenger of beauty who shows her a room with mirrors that represent a a memory that she wants to forget. Every time she meets one of the guys, she gets a sticker. So other, um, other people that she ends up meeting, uh, aside from Sehun and Chaniel are Ituk from Super Junior and, um, Lee Jonghee. And the, the drama itself is only about seven episodes long. Each episode is like 10 to 15 minutes long and riddled me why Chaniel and Chaniel and Sehun had like some of the shorter episodes even so uh, because it was a little bit cheesy it that to me felt like totally fine anything more than that may have felt a little bit painful you know like it's almost like cringeworthy where you can't watch but you can't stop but watch um so anyway Chaniel doesn't come out till the end of episode four I'm a little bit confused about his character in this drama. I I believe the purpose of it is as a a love interest, as I previously said. Just kidding. He's not a love interest on this one. He actually has a purpose of teaching the main character to decrease her self-doubt. Anytime that her self-doubt increases, um, it messes up like this magical world that she's been transfixed to and it all starts off because she or Junki ends up mixing up his suitcase with her suitcase and then she goes through this wall and through this wall is like this alternate universe where it's still the little mall of course and keeping with the theme of the drama but um like I said it has like all these mirrors and all these memories and you kind of lead up to um to the point where you understand why she kind of let herself go why she hasn't really 
um, been putting too much thought into her, her appearance and without giving too much away, you know, she was made fun of while she was in high school and she just like never gained her mojo back after that. Anyway, going back to episode four and five where Chaniel comes out and um, she starts to increase her self-confidence, realizing the role that she has to play in this alternate universe. And so that's why she decides to enter this beauty contest that Lota's having and she ends up winning. Um, Sehun is the director of the mall and he has secretly loved her for a while and has been keeping an eye on her. And has seen her progression during these few days. And it was actually his suitcase that she ended up holding on to or mixing up with junkies. Or, or I should say it's his suitcase that junkie had mixed up with hers. And she ended up holding on to. And it ends with another ugly duckling entering this magical alternate universe to try to find her self-confidence. Um, I like that Sehun was a love interest. I thought that was adorable. I like that he says that he had been watching her progression for a long time. And, of course, the whole idea behind it, you know, the main purpose of it was for... So people watching that see all these amazing products that Lotte has to offer, um, beauty products, a lot of clothes, shoes, purses, and I thought it was really cute. I, I don't know if I'd watch it again. Um, I think I think I would rather watch um, a drama with a deeper meaning. But um, in comparing this with, like, let's say. The other Lotte drama that I watched, um, Seven First Kisses, I did like Seven First Kisses better because there was a clear storyline. I was very confused with the characters in this one. There's a lot of um, handsome actors or handsome idols, of course, but it wasn't clear who each one was like what their role was in this drama it wasn't until like the end of the drama that I realized okay well maybe Junkie's like this guardian angel and then like Daniel's like this messenger who's trying to like help boost her confidence it was really kind of difficult to piece together and mind you I watched this all in one day and one sitting pretty much so it's not like I left a lot of time in between to kind of forget about what was going on and I liked how in seven first kisses there's like a clearer storyline and um it just seemed to have uh flowed better than this one but it was cute watch um very quick like I said 10 or 15 min- minute episodes I think Chaniel's was like maybe seven minutes and Sehun's was probably like nine so you can probably watch it in like an hour, an hour and a half, definitely during the workout. Um, or maybe like as background noise to something else. Who knows? I also caught up on CBX ladders today up until, um, episode 35. There's only five episodes left. And I know my intention is to cover as a whole once it finishes and to give my overall thoughts but since I've been like previously covering what I had been watching in previous episode 
episodes, excuse me, um, I did kind of want to address the, let me see, I watched episodes 32, 33, 34, and 35 today, so what I saw in these four episodes, so CBX does get to ride on horses, and, uh, it's nice that, um, Bacon is confident seeing that he had ridden a horse in Scarlet Heart as his character, and so he helped ease Minsok and Zhang Dae into it, so they'd get a little bit more confidence. Um, I'm very impressed with JD. Like, he's just so fearless and his challenges. He's always, like, the first one to get going, regardless if he's tried it out or not. Minsok is definitely, like, a little old man. Um, he's was a little bit more hesitant. It took him a while to get the hang of it. But it's nice seeing the boys, like, doing something different in each episode and trying something different. And, like, before, I wasn't really huge into riding horses. And seeing them ride the horse made me think, like, maybe it's, it's something that I could possibly do in the future. I mean, in no way I can... In no way, I should say... Am I interested in being, like, a professional at it? But I can see why it's very calming and therapeutic. And you're just kind of, like, one with the horse and sightseeing. Which is a lot what they did. And then they also go to a dairy where they make ice cream. And enjoy the fruits of their labor. I thought that episode was super cute. And, um, in another episode they go uh, alcohol tasting, which was cute because before this, we hadn't really seen Bacon drink too much alcohol, so it's nice to see him letting loose a little bit and kind of figuring out what kind of a drinker each member is. I think I'm confident in saying that Minsok and Zhang Dae are probably the heavier drinkers of the three, and Bacon uh, probably likes the more lighter drinks and just based off of that episode and they also get to make their own coffee in another episode which again kind of like the ice cream episode it's nice seeing them enjoying the fruits of their labor and getting to do all these activities and then the last one I saw is an episode where they are buying souvenirs for each other and little snacks so I'm very sad that it's going to end soon, but I'm happy that SM decided to release a selfie book based on the selfies that they took during this trip. Um, I, I'm so excited to see what other members are going um, to do this ladders trip. I think they're all going to do it, right? Uh, that would make sense. And um excited to see where they go and what other type of activities they end up doing because I can't imagine that they'd be going to the same places they'd have to go to different places and doing different things I don't know I'm just excited to see them I'm very happy and grateful to see them enjoying themselves at a different context than just you know performing where you know you hear the voices say this a lot during the episodes is that you know yes they go to all these places but very rarely do they really get to um, take the time to thoroughly look into these cities and enjoy themselves and 
immerse themselves in the culture. So I think it's nice to see them enjoying it and getting something out of it other than just, you know, a quick concert and then going back and, you know, doing it all over again. Um, and that's pretty much it for today. Uh, I felt like it was a really quick episode, but I'm looking at it and it's about 20 minutes. So, um, next I am hoping to finish watching Junyun's drama. So hopefully that'll be the next thing that I cover. Like I said, I still need to finish watching Go Fighting. And CBX Ladders should be um, finishing at the end of this week. And EXO just had a concert in Malaysia. It looks so cute. And I'm slightly jealous that they haven't come to North America this year, but it's okay. Um... It just means that I'm more expectant. And that maybe it should be the little fire under my ass to go actually see them on their turf. Uh, so hopefully that happens soon. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything that I missed. I think that's pretty much it for this week. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And, well, like I said earlier this episode, thank you so much for sticking with me. Thank you so much for liking my episodes and for reposting the episodes. You know, I can be found on Tumblr and on SoundCloud and on Twitter at Yixing Slip-Ons. And um, follow me if you haven't. Like, repost, tell your friends about it. Uh, give me feedback. I love to hear from people and I'm so grateful to anyone who's listening. Thank you so much. And I hope to upload another episode next week of everything that's been going on in the upcoming week or everything that I should, I should say, everything that goes on in this upcoming week. Um, have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.